And then like 10 minutes later, like 10, 10 minutes later, she gives birth. 10 minutes labor. Yep. She gives birth. <laughs> he gets credit. Yeah, he gets credit. I uh, did that. Yeah. I did that. I did that. I did that. I, did I gave that, that I gave that laboring woman rattlesnake, rattlesnake poison. <laughs> I'm daddy. I'm daddy. <laughs> This is Trent Thompson. And Marissa Macy. <laughs> and For part of me, a presidential history podcast. All right. This episode, we're talking about Lewis and Clark. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. So this is a flashcard episode. Lewis and Clark were not the president. No. They did not have a joint presidential office, Mm -mm. which we're hoping will become an amendment in the Constitution to be reality so that Mm -hmm. Trent and I can live out (gasps) our dream. Co-presidents? (laughs) Co-presidents. Boy. I'm excited just thinking about it. That's where this leads. This is what this whole (laughs) thing leads. Yeah, this whole thing is a campaign. Yeah. (laughs) We can't announce it officially because... No, it's like a pre-campaign where we're like, I'm not running. For tax purposes. Yeah, we have to say we're not running, but we are running. that I'm running. But I am. But we are. We are. We are. I'm so sorry. We. <laughs> no, no. Both are both are accurate and true. Yes, both are accurate. Okay, Lewis and Clark. This mm-hmm. is this is another thing that like literally was a flashcard probably oh, on yeah. your in eighth grade. Yeah. Tenth grade. Whenever you take it, U.S. history. No lie. This was a project that I helped my little cousin with. Okay. Uh, Lewis and Clark. I I made a diorama <laughs> of Lewis and Clark. When she was in eighth grade. <laughs> so we want to hear from y'all if you have personally made a Lewis and Clark mm-hmm. uh, PowerPoint, mm-hmm. diorama, mm-hmm. Uh, poster, mm-hmm. trifle. Collage. Ooh, a collage. <laughs> <laughs> or if you did a, um, you know when history teachers are like cool and they let you do like a, make a video. Oh, ooh. You get to make like a little movie. Yeah. So if you or someone you have known mm-hmm. has played either Lewis or Clark, mm-hmm. we really want to hear from y'all. We want to know all about it. We want to know all about it and <laughs> pictures if you have it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Or do one now. Do one now. We can't stop you. If you want to do a project for extra credit, mm-hmm. On Lewis and Clark, mm-hmm. we're here for that. I'll grade it. So, we, yes, yeah. Finwin wants to submit anything for a grade. Yeah, we will grade. We it. will grade it happily. Happily. <sighs> this is on the heels of our Jefferson episode. Yes. So I need you to go back and listen all about Jefferson mm-hmm. if this is where you're jumping mm-hmm. in, um, because. This is the only is only the kind of thing that Jefferson would concoct. Um, I mean, first of all, Mm -hmm. like he bought a ding dang country Mm -hmm. practically Mm -hmm. like couldn't afford it. Nope. But couldn't pass it by. That's Thomas Jefferson for you. Yeah. So he's a shopper. And we talked about He's this. He's a spender. Yeah. He's a spender. And yeah. So Louisiana Purchase mm-hmm. was very in character for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with that, the size of the United States like doubles yeah. overnight. Well, and I mean, I just want to point out that, you know, his father was this like mountain man, like mm-hmm. out west. Mm-hmm. And for him to like grow up and become president and like, literally by the west Mm -hmm. like what a like i am making daddy proud yep move (laughs) 
Totally. Yeah. In line with many, many precedents that we will encounter. Yes. It's a, it's a long, it's a long tradition of just like making Mm -hmm. daddy Daddy proud. proud. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Especially if your dad was the president. Mm -hmm. That's a, we're getting there. So for this episode, Mm -hmm. our main research that Mm -hmm. we did, we did additional research, but our, Mm -hmm. our main touchstone was the Ken Burns, Lewis and Clark documentary was two parts. Ken Burns, my enemy. Mm -hmm. Ken Burns, my enemy. Your nemesis. My nemesis. (laughs) Apparently, I can't say that word. Can can I can say I could say (laughs) I can't say nemesis without saying Ken Burns. (laughs) And I can't say Ken Burns without saying coward. (laughs) Yes, come get us, coward. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah. So in that documentary. They also were, I mean, they're really into Lewis and Clark, they're too. Real, like, they're, like, shedding tears. <laughs> they're like, when we went to the moon, we had at least seen the moon. These men had nothing. They were all alone. Do you not understand? <laughs> yeah, they're like, and there's this guy with this, like, honestly gorgeous mustache. Oh, like yeah just and this close-up of his face yeah and and he was really like taking me in mm-hmm. he had he had me i could tell yeah i was yeah. like who is he I was like, who is this like mysterious man and other than that other than like mm-hmm. i would say it was 90 percent like white guys talking about lewis and clark mm-hmm. but there was one person who was Native American yeah. who talked way less than they did. Mm-hmm. The rest of it was um, sh- like like smooth shots of rivers. Just pan down uh-huh. that river. And eagle sounds, like no Ka-ka. joke. It would, you, literally, it would be like a transition. It would be like, <laughs> and a lot of flute. A lot, a lot of flute. flute. I literally felt I was back in like high school U.S. history class Uh and I felt that so deeply. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't like associate Ken Burns documentaries Mm -hmm. with like it being like, oh, this this he's this like big documentarian Mm -hmm. and did all this stuff and created like a whole style. I just associate it with. Um, like a projector being pulled down and like having to fill out like a worksheet. Mm -hmm. And I was like taking notes as we were watching it Mm -hmm. and I felt like I was filling out a worksheet. Yeah, yeah. And it really brought me back. And and luckily I liked school. So, Mm -hmm. you know, Ken Burns, I think, uh, was after my time. My, and when I was in high school, Mm -hmm. it was a National Geographic. Uh, I'm a little older than you. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Jefferson doubles the size of the country mm-hmm. and it is kind of this question of what is even out there yeah they know a little bit yes and there are people that they've gotten maps from and things mm-hmm. like that very far west like they know mm-hmm. where the pacific ocean is but they don't yes. there's this idea of this and this is like so key to mm-hmm. the expedition this idea of the Northwest Passage. Mm-hmm. So this is the idea that there is a accessible waterway mm-hmm. from the Mississippi River. So mm-hmm. going through on the along mi- along the Missouri, <laughs> Missouri yes. River 
Um, and that is somehow going to connect with the Columbia River, mm-hmm. which will lead into the Pacific Ocean. And this yes. is the hope because this is how the East will be able to connect mm-hmm. all the way to the West, even though at this point in time, mm-hmm. we have not like taken over or colonialized or anything yeah. th- all the way that far. Yeah. But but there's this they don't know. They don't know if there is a water route right. that goes that way. So that is the think, main thing of this ex- expedition. Right. Right. They think there must be. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought also it's they really want there to be. They really they want there really to be. Want there to be. <laughs> Cause how nice uh, would that be? Man, if the United if like if the globe just had like nice little gridded waterways, yep. uh, how nice. Yep. East yeah. and west, north and east, south. East, west, yeah. Just, Ugh, then we'd mm. all be traveling on boats, okay? Ugh. I don't know if I want that, but. <clears throat> I'm not a fan of boats. Yeah, I'm a little yeah. soft on boats. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the other thing was, okay, we know Thomas Jefferson's kind of like a, qu- like I put this in quotes because it's like, mm-hmm. what was a scientist oh, then? Yeah. But he was like the scientist president yeah. and like, he was a scientific scientist hobbyist so he probably in modern day would have a like a science hobby podcast yeah. much like how we have, have a, a presidential, presidential history, history podcast <laughs> we're not historians but no. we are quote history hobbyists yeah. so i would put jefferson yeah. in no shade you know because whatever i don't want to be yeah. a hypocrite but let's talk about these two dudes yeah we gotta talk about these two let's dudes just because start out because they are two distinct guys mm-hmm. They're not mm-hmm. just Lewis and Clark. Mm-hmm. There is Meriwether Lewis and there is William Clark. Yes. Yeah. So Meriwether Lewis, mm-hmm. uh, he was a little bit also like Jefferson, mm-hmm. a little bit of an amateur scientist mm-hmm. for sure. He was Jefferson's secretary. Yeah. He was. It's like he was his personal secretary. So it was yes. like a very close relationship. Yes. Um, and he worked like in the home with mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he also had... Well, his relationship with Jefferson was very like father son like. Yeah. Uh, he dealt a lot with depression. Yes. It is believed that he, looking back, mm-hmm. suffered from bipolar disorder. Yeah. Is what they think. Yeah. Um. He also had a ser- pretty serious drinking problem. Yeah. From kind of the beginning. Sure. Uh, and things as they do. Mm-hmm. Got a lot worse yeah. over the years, yeah. Uh, especially with this kind of like mm-hmm. you know go going out on the frontier and like mm-hmm. bring all this whiskey with him and all mm-hmm. that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So that's Meriwether Lewis. Yeah. Okay, and then we have William Clark, yes. who had been his commanding officer during the Revolutionary War. Right. So they've spent about like six months together during the other. war. Right. Yeah. And and you know Jefferson. Gives the nod to Lewis. Lewis then goes and selects Clark. Yes. They are not peers, though, of course, no. because, you know, Clark is was the superior officer. So, I mean, officially they're peers. Right. But in their hearts. Yes. One was the commanding officer right. and right, one right, right. is not. Yes. Yes. He had spent a lot of time on the frontier already. Yes. He had that experience. He so, was rough and tumble. Yeah. Meanwhile, Lewis mm-hmm. was... Had the more scientific background right. as an amateur scientist. It's like so hard to say yes. like exactly what that means. In this so context. I believe I be, well I know that Lewis went for six weeks to kind of be trained and like he learned some medical care and okay. things like that. Okay. Whereas 
Clark handled handled more of the engineering and uh, the map making. Okay. So Lewis was more in charge of writing, taking the notes, mm-hmm. and compiling all this information. Right. right. He was in. He was. There was a lot of things. Well, there's a lot of stuff that was supposed to go on with this trip. Yes. And first of all, yes. it was planned before the Louisiana Purchase went through. Right. Mm-hmm. It was already about the Northwest Passage before yes. Louisiana Purchase. Then there was this. Okay, now we we just bought all this land. Yeah. Now we don't. This also adds another layer of like we also need to know what's in this land we just right. bought. Well, first, um, I mean, yes, yeah. of course. Listen, Jefferson liked to buy things, but he also liked to know what he got. So he's got to send some people out to check yes. this stuff out. Yeah, check it out. Send I, back. So by the way, like, well, no, we'll get to it. <laughs> just okay. this idea of like. Hey, people who've lived here for generations, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. we bought this. Yeah. We, people you've never met, bought this from other people you've never met who um, uh, own this uh-huh. because we decided uh-huh. that we own this. Just arbitrary. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, just personality wise mm-hmm. for Clark, he's a mm-hmm. little more laid back. Mm-hmm. He's a little more like steady yeah. personality wise. Yeah. Um, it's also, we got a note, mm-hmm. important. He... Was a slave owner. He yes. had um a he had an enslaved man named York. York was not very nice to York. He wasn't very nice to York, and he, we're gonna get to that. Yeah. yeah. So we're painting the picture. We've got Lewis yeah. and we've got Clark. Now a couple other things that I would like to mm-hmm. bring to attention before we talk about the expedition itself. Mm-hmm. These are both single men. Clark is about four years older than mm-hmm. Lewis, mm-hmm. and. As you mentioned, there's kind of this interesting. Okay. Mm. Where are you going where I think you're going with this? Okay. <laughs> All I'm going to say right now yeah. is that Meriwether Lewis gets this mission, this mm-hmm. really important mission. Mm-hmm. He chooses someone that he hasn't seen in mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. from the war that he only spent six months with. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, there is no, it's not like there historians have stumbled a little bit mm-hmm. over why mm-hmm. Lewis wh- or sorry, why did Lewis choose Clark? Because it's like, yes, it makes sense, but like, and he has the experience and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but it's like they only spent they spent those six months together. Yeah. Not a ton is known about the mm-hmm. what their friendship and things were like at mm-hmm. that time. But then all these years later, he has this big mission mm-hmm. and he brings him into it. Now, when before they set out on this mission, mm-hmm. Lewis makes it very clear that he wants Clark to be uh, like referred to as far as all the other men on the expedition are concerned as a co-captain. A yes. co- is it captain? Is that uh, what they say? I don't know. I, I'm going to it could be commander. Yeah. It's the core it's, of discovery. Yeah. Core of, I think it's captain. I, I will accept captain. Okay. If we're wrong, come for us. Captains. Ken Burns, <laughs> Ken come Burns. I challenge you. We challenge to you, duel. Ken Burns, to email us. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he makes it very, he's like, we are, we are both co-captains. We're co-captains. There's no like real reason for that to be that way. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, it, it helps make this, this really unique expedition mm-hmm. and, uh, as you'll hear, like all things considered, like a mm-hmm. pretty smooth one. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, it wasn't smooth, like tons of 
crazy stuff happened and there was lots of danger and they came across lots of obstacles. But as far as like chain of command stuff, it was Mm -hmm. like they were both in charge. Mm -hmm. They had um, like dozens of men with them, by the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not that much is known about a lot of these men Mm -hmm. because all the journals kept were really focused on like the expedition (laughs) and the the intention was the ones that were, that were tasked with journaling and those types of things were writing about stuff for the expedition for Jefferson to read. This was all stuff Jefferson was going to read. Thank God Jefferson didn't send us. (laughs) There would have been no information about North America. No, just like commentary on all the men we were with. Yes. No flora, no fauna mentioned. No. Not a one. No. <laughs> Did we see buffalo? All, no one will ever know. All. <laughs> um, so I'm just putting all that out there. Okay. All right. We're going to touch, but I'm, I'm cooking. I got something under the surface. I've okay. read some interesting stuff. So. Um, and we're going to keep coming back to it. Okay? You're just. So, so I just want to make sure I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Just to clarify. <laughs> okay. You're just saying their relationship didn't seem. Like it was that founded mm-hmm. if it was just commander mm-hmm. and soldier mm-hmm. for them to go on this together yes. and to have it so established, we are equals. Yeah. Let's jump into the expedition. Okay. okay so we painted the picture. There's kind of this relationship. Mm-hmm. They're co-captains or whatever of the mm-hmm. cheer squad. And there's all these men with them. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of weirdly, I think a lot of people have, I, I mean, I don't, I, I get this impression that, when talking about Lewis and Clark, mm-hmm. that it's just Lewis and Clark and like, yeah, no, they just went out there on their own. Yeah. You know? Chicago Wea shows up halfway through. Yes. But, but no. <laughs> so here's their setup. They have dozens and dozens of men mm-hmm. and they have these. They're called keel boats. Keel boats. Okay. It's like a barge kind of thing. Yeah. So big boats, tons of supplies mm-hmm. for trading, for food, yeah. for, I mean, you, medicine, all this kind of stuff. You, uh, you operate it like a gondola. Yeah. Like with multiple people, like you yeah. have a stick mm-hmm. that you put and like kind of walk the yep. ship. And it's like very slow because they're going up against up this. the Missouri <laughs> River. That, yeah. that would have been the place where I was like, guys, let's let's find another way. Yeah. <laughs> About one mile going upstream. I'd be like, this seems this doesn't seem this fun. seems like yeah. not a great not great. Let's start working on an, <laughs> a, a combustion engine or something along the way. They're mapping. Mm-hmm. The Missouri River. Mm-hmm. They're journaling about plants. Mm-hmm. They're dealing with mosquitoes. So Plus, many mosquitoes. So many mosquitoes. Oh. Um, and they have. Okay, I just want to bring this up because the Ken Burns documentary mm-hmm. like keeps bringing it up, mm-hmm. and like so many times. Yeah. They they had these things with them called Rush's thunderbolts. Oh boy, yeah, Doctor Benjamin Rush, who, of course, we did mention him on the John Adams episode. Mm-hmm. He was a close personal friend of John Adams, and he he liked to make medicine, uh-huh. <laughs> a very specific kind of medicine, right? Uh, laxative, laxative with mercury in it. Uh huh. Rushes thunderbolts. Mm-hmm. I guess because it's like a clap of thunder coming out <laughs> your butt. And apparently, they cure everything. Yeah. But, um, no. Like not. Is something you should ever do or use. No, no, no. I mean, it's 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 never good to dehydrate oneself. Yeah. <laughs> so so thoroughly. And so quickly. thoroughly. Yes. And they, but they would take it for everything, and so they have been able to very accurately trace the path 
that these men took because of the mercury left behind. Nah. I swear to you. No way. Yes, because they're taking the stuff and pooping and mercury I mean it's it's just going to still be in its form. I mean it's not like a big old pallet of mercury but they've Oh my god. They've been able to find it. Yeah. Wow. Still? Yeah. Still. That's crazy. I mean, I don't know if it was like yesterday. It might have been 20 years ago. But okay. like, yeah, right. current era. Yeah. Wow. So. so they make it to, they're on the Missouri mm-hmm. and then they come across the Great Plains. Yeah. Now, this mm-hmm. is one of the largest grasslands in the world. Yeah. I mean, this has got to be an incredibly impressive yes. site. They've, they haven't seen anything like this before. Yeah. I mean, it's worth remembering I, I this is a thing they said in the documentary but this is also a thing i can remember reading uh as a kid mm-hmm. about the east coast is that a squirrel could jump from treetop to treetop yeah. or something like that yeah. it's just, there's just a lot of trees yeah and they get in this area no trees none it's just big old sky grass <laughs> just grass and sky and it's and just like you feel so small yeah, yeah. There were coyotes, mm-hmm. wolves, mm. jackrabbits, mm-hmm. antelope, prairie dogs. Oh, they prairie. sent they sent back a prairie dog to Thomas Jefferson and he made it back alive, well, which is wild. But they captured a prairie dog. Yeah. And they took it with them for quite a while. Before sending it back. Before sending it back. Because they had this big crew, which like was confusing me. It's like, how are they sending stuff back? But they would be sending back like copies of the journals. Yes. And because they okay. had people making copies and like they were I, sending people. Do you know how? Okay. I don't know this for sure, but I believe that they reached a point where the keel boat, they couldn't transport it. They could transport their canoes, oh, but not the keel boat. Okay. And that's when they sent it back. I was full wondering what of happened sen- to the keel right. boat. Okay. And it did. The, the, the little prairie dog made it all the way back. Amazing. And it was put on display in um, Independence Hall. <gasps> yes. Right where the Declaration of Independence was signed. Wow. They had on display in a little cage, this little prairie dog. Is it still there? (laughs) Not alive. (laughs) At the Great Plains part of the documentary, Mm -hmm. the amount of flute that happens, like it's ratcheted up to 10. It's just like, it's just grasslands and it's like. (laughs) And, and, and it's just, and all these, because there's all these journals. So they have. Ken Burns has tons of voiceover material yes, and tons. he's got voice actors just reading journal yes. entries. Da, da, da. So yeah. you can imagine, oh. you don't need to watch it, but you can imagine. You can imagine. Um, so they, at this point they did start uh, coming across a lot of native American peoples. Yes. So um, this was, they came across the Yankton Sioux, I believe there were oh. two different yeah. Sioux tribes that they came across Yeah, as well as some other tribes. And this was in present day, like, South Dakota, Nebraska mm-hmm, area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were just telling them, like, this <clears throat> land is now belongs yeah. to Daddy Thomas Jefferson. He's your daddy now. I mean, they would literally call him like the father. <laughs> the great father. The yes. great father. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, mm-hmm. I mean, so, yeah, they have kind of a little road show that they put yeah. on. Yeah. Where they come out and they have this speech and they say, children, they call them children. Mm. <laughs> it's, mm. 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 And they have like the muskets to show off yep. the power. Yep. The first Indians that they come to are the Sioux and they are accustomed to kind of being the middlemen mm-hmm. between 
the Plains Indians and the French and fur traders yeah. that come in, you know, from Canada. Yeah. And they've kind of got a monopoly yeah. on the trading. And yeah. they've they see these white people as a threat. Yeah. Because they're gonna come and disrupt this order. Right. Uh they're not into it. Yeah. The overall relations with like mm-hmm. the native peoples at this point mm-hmm. or what they're doing, Lewis and Clark's expedition is mm-hmm. they are very friendly. They are very offering peace, trading, yes. giving supplies. Uh, there is a, a large amount of cultural exchange that goes mm-hmm. on um, throughout. And this in many ways is the beginning of the end for yeah. sure. Because they come out there, Mm -hmm. them themselves, good intentioned, Mm -hmm. I think, very much so. And actually, Mm -hmm. Clark went on to be be like a liaison Mm -hmm. for the American Indians. So these were people that, at least Lewis and Clark, really the only ones we can speak for because there's just not that much record of of the other interactions, but um, they they had good intentions. Yes. And they didn't know what was to come or what the policies Mm -hmm. to come would Mm -hmm. be. And so they're coming in with this kind of like peace offering of like, you know, hey, we're coming out this way, but like Mm -hmm. we want to work together, you know. And as like, of course, all of that is problematic, duh. But, but, But like- that's what the message they were going along with. So yes. whenever they did come across challenges mm-hmm. and uh, like pushback and mm-hmm. potential violence, like things were overcome like pretty well mm-hmm. because they were really were leading with this like yeah. peaceful yeah. like mission. Yeah. Right. They yeah. were truly out there to yeah. see the land and see the people that were there and to meet the I mean, they 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 needed things from these yeah. people as well. So. Yeah. That that is kind of what goes on throughout the entire mm-hmm. expedition, mm-hmm. Um, with various tribes, mm-hmm. various peoples through like the whole trip. One of the biggest towns, basically, mm-hmm. like village uh, that they come across is of the Mandans. Yeah, it's actually four. It's actually five communities. Yeah, together, and it's a, a it's a Big. village of like five thousand people. Yeah, it's bigger than you know American cities. Yeah, at the time. Uh, at the time. Yeah, they, it was they when they came across it was like astounding. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. they saw. So they had, uh, they stayed there for oh yeah a little while. A while. Quickly. Is it Sacagawea or Sacagawea? Sacagawea. Okay. Yes. So this is where they meet her. Yeah. Yeah. She uh, lives with a French trapper, mm-hmm. her husband, mm-hmm. uh, and has just given birth. She's 16, yeah. I believe. Yeah. 16 or 17. So... <laughs> Already. She's one of two wives this guy has, by yes, the way. He had- yeah. Her husband's name is Toussaint Charbonneau. Mm-hmm. And her son is John Baptiste. John Baptiste. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Little baby John Baptiste. Little they, baby little, John they called Baptiste. him Little Pomp. Little Pomp. Sakagawi is giving birth when they get there. Yeah. Lewis mm-hmm. gives her rattlesnake poison mm-hmm. to help her along on the labor. Uh-huh. And then, like, 10 minutes later, like, in- 10 minutes later, she gives birth. 10 minutes later. Yep. She gives birth. <laughs> <laughs> he gets credit. Yeah, he gets credit. Like, I uh, did that. Yeah, I did. That. I did that. I did that. I, I did gave that, that. I gave that laboring woman rattlesnake, rattlesnake poison. poison. <laughs> I'm daddy. I'm daddy. <laughs> now we're dealing with it's April 1805, so they go through the winter mm-hmm. with the Mandans. Mm-hmm. 
They've sent things back to Jefferson at this point because mm-hmm. they're going to have to uh, elim- get rid of their keelboat or the keelboat goes back. Mm-hmm. Goes back. Mm-hmm. So this is a year after the start of the expedition mm-hmm. and there's 33 people still on the expedition at this mm-hmm. point. So there's kind of this like group that goes back. Mm-hmm. So Sacagawea goes with them mm-hmm. on the expedition from mm-hmm. this point with her baby. Yep. She helps them know what to eat mm-hmm. <laughs> and tons of useful information that yeah. they otherwise did not have. She also is able to help interpret. Yeah. So they're going back towards her yes. people. Yes. Right. Where she's originally from mm-hmm. all along. Right. Yeah. And so then and they want to get to the why were they they were trying to get hor- are these the ones they were trying to get horses? So the, from? yes, the Shoshone are who they're trying to get horses from. Okay. So they're so they leave the Mandans, they're going across, they they run into other others too. So they come to a fork and they yes. don't know where to go. They don't know which way to go. Uh they Lewis goes one, Clark goes the other, they like vote on it and everything. Mm-hmm. They end mm-hmm. up following the way they follow. Yeah. Uh it ends up being correct. Right. Which they know when they start hearing the waterfalls. Because right. the, 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 they were told that that's what they would find. Yes. So once they find this, once they find the waterfalls, then they know they're on the right path. Correct. They cannot go over the waterfall. Nope. It's too much. They so, have to go around it. And guess what? Oh, prickly pears. Prickly pears. Everywhere. Covering. 11 days mm-hmm. to cover 18 miles. Yeah. I mean... Just to go around the waterfalls. They have to go all around it. And they Karen, have to find... The Shoshone people, which it just so happens to be where Sakagawea comes from. Yes. Because. They have horses. They have horses. They need horses. They need horses to get over the mountains. Yeah. Yeah. They've wasted a lot of time, uh, like, because they've been looking for this, you know, passage that doesn't exist. Right. So they they do find the Shoshone. Yes. They, Sakagawea interprets. Mm -hmm. And then guess who it is she's interpreting with? Her brother. Yeah, it's like huge Kamele. coincidence. Yeah. What a boon. Yeah. To Lewis and Clark. My goodness. Like, they just run into this woman. Mm-hmm. She goes with them. Mm-hmm. Runs into her brother. And he's the guy who's trying to help get the horses. And like, listen, we've all played Oregon Trail. Mm-hmm. So you know how it is. Once you get closer and closer to the Pacific... You have less and less supplies. Yeah. So now they've got a really soft trade yeah. going on here. Yeah. You know, totally. they're going to be able to get a good yeah. deal. And they've not been getting good deals. No, no, no. They've been giving like they've been giving so much stuff crap to get <laughs> things. Like they've been. Yeah. 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 They've really been paying for it. So Ugh. they get these horses, which mm-hmm. is great. Um, and they then are supposed to head into the Rocky Mountains. Now, around mm-hmm. this point, they realize there is no Northwest Passage. Yeah, that's... Mm-mm. There's no... It's mountain. And they've mm-hmm. heard from the Native peoples that, mm-hmm. like, all along the way, like, it's going to turn into mountains at mm-hmm. some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... But they think that it's just going to be, like, one mountain. Just a little simple. Just a little something, something. A little mountain. they're used to, you know, East Coast mountains. Yeah. They've only seen, little you babies. know. Huh? Little babies. Little baby mountains. <laughs> they crest. I think they crest the peak yeah. of the Rockies yeah. and look out and it's like, oh, no. no. 
<laughs> and like winter will come at some point. It's coming. It's like on the way. It's I think on this the is way. like early fall mm-hmm. or something like that. It's like September. They I miss think. a shortcut, by the way. Yeah. And add 40 days yeah. to their trip. So yeah. this is at this point, this is where stuff starts to kind of go wrong. Mm-hmm. Now they're in the mountains. Mm-hmm. They're it's it's not cute at this point. It's not cute at all. They Takes, are like yeah. I mean, they are in like eating horse territory. Mm-hmm. They do eat some horse. Um, there's some lore is that they ate their candles. Yes. Yeah. Apparently they ate their candles. Uh, they and this did... was, by the way, this was back when candles did not smell like food. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This wasn't like a Yankee, Yankee candle. <laughs> I'll tell you what, nothing a Thunderbolt won't fix. <laughs> They're now going with the current, by the way, at Finally. this point on the Columbia or the Clearwater River. Yeah. And then the Columbia River. Yeah. Um, they see Mount Hood, which is their ba- signals are back on the map because yes. that is something that they knew was on the map from yes. from other. From the other way. They mm. make it to the Pacific Northwest. Yep. Tons of rain. Um, they. The they, grunge scene is just starting. The grunge scene has begun. <laughs> they started it. They with started all their grungy it. clothes. Yeah. <laughs> They're like miles from the ocean, mm-hmm. almost there, almost mm-hmm. to their goal. Mm-hmm. Bad they see the bay, they mm-hmm. realize it's not the ocean, and then this bad weather hits. Yeah. Raining, it's wet, it's terrible. They need new canoes, they need winter quarters. Mm-hmm. Um and so they do a vote on what to do after yeah. after this happens, after these storms, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they go finally see the Pacific Ocean. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, what do we do? Mm-hmm. I mean, they have to go back, but like, what's the plan? In the Ken Burns documentary, they mm-hmm. uh, really belabor the point that like, this is America they, at its best. They all voted. <laughs> I mean, okay. it is amazing that that Listen, happened. That this was not the only documentary I watched mm-hmm. in which they were like, on this trip, everyone had a vote. Okay, that's great. But when York got <laughs> back, he had to be a slave for five more years. So yeah. I don't give a shit if he got to vote. Yeah. One out of 35 people. I know. Yeah. On this, you know, whether or not we die this they way or that. I know. It's like. I know. I no, know. it's good. It's good that that happened, yes. obviously. Yes. And like, but the thing about this expedition mm-hmm. is that this is a very like insulated experience. Yes. You know, Sacagawea had a lot of say and sway about what mm-hmm. they were doing because she had knowledge and power mm-hmm. in this context. Mm-hmm. And York got the vote there and had mm-hmm. a very equal part mm-hmm. in the expedition in many parts mm-hmm. because of the context. Yeah. And, but this is an, ins- this is out in the West. Yeah. And that's the thing about the West at this point is mm-hmm. it's, it's not the United States. Mm-hmm. So this just, you know, really doubles down on that point of, you know, we have Lewis and Clark who have this yeah. co-captainship, right. And they're leading mm-hmm. everything together. And for the most part, they have a very, as far as like the hierarchy goes, a really good time. So they took this historic vote. (laughs) I think this is just like also like white men wanting credit from back back then. What? We let them vote once. I don't know why I'm doing like a a weird Scottish accent. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. um, Also, Clark's map. 
up to this point. Mm -hmm. By the way, this whole time they're mm -hmm. dealing with all of the mm -hmm. diarrhea and mm -hmm. the finding food mm -hmm. and prickly all, pears. Everything. Everything. They're also taking journal entries. Mm -hmm. Clark's making a map and yeah. he's like dead reckoning everything. So it's just like, yes. I mean, it, the amount it's, of work that happened on this voyage right, right. is, or expedition, sorry, yeah. is out of control. I mean, the, they were working. Yeah. Yeah. So dead reckoning is when you look ahead and say, I think that tree's 50 feet. Yeah. And then you like yeah. write it down. His map was so Within, accurate. Yeah. It was only off by 40 miles. 40 miles. Yeah. Which is crazy. Crazy. So, I mean, props to Clark yeah. for that. Good job, Clark. Yeah. So they spent five months on the coast okay. for that winter. That's what they voted on doing is they're going to wait it out for the winter. Uh, very few supplies when it was time to go back home. Mm -hmm. um, and this return trip, a yeah. little more irritable. Everyone was a little irritated. Yeah, everyone's crankier everyone's on the way cranky. home from vacation. Yeah. And Lewis uh, falls into a pretty deep depression at this point. Yeah. Well, yeah. so while they are in this little in-between winter period, mm -hmm. Lewis turns 31 years old. Oh, yeah. Okay. And he is very melancholy, mm -hmm. even for him in his journal, and yeah. says, you know, uh, he's realizing, well, I'm 31, I probably have already lived half of my life, yeah. and what have I accomplished? Yeah. I mean- Classic 31-year-old behavior. Classic 31-year-old behavior, first of all. Uh, yeah. But I mean, he, he made this huge achievement, yeah. he wasn't able to see that. William Clark also put a signature on a rock at mm -hmm. uh, Pompey's Pillar in Montana on mm -hmm. the return trip. And the signature is still there. Still That's there. the only physical evidence, apparently other than all the mercury. All the mercury. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, now, to be fair, I think they probably were out of the Thunderbolts by at that, that point. point. They Oh, they used them up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a long winter on the yeah. oh, boy. Northwest. They make it back, right? Yes. Okay. They're back. Now. Like. Man. Wow. They are heroes. They're heroes. Do, 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 Yeah, because hey. Americans were like, for two years, wondering, what, wondering, waiting, worrying about these guys. Yeah. I know you were worried about them too, Lois. Yeah, Lois, I'm going to talk about the homosexuality. Okay, okay? yeah, she's Just... like, I feel like you're dodging the issue. People had come back to... Jefferson. Yes. There were representatives of uh, Plains tribes that came back and were like, oh, yeah, we saw him. And mm -hmm. Jefferson himself felt like, oh, they probably they probably didn't make it. They had had pe people from the expedition come mm -hmm. back, mm -hmm. but they didn't know if they had made it to right. the Pacific. Now, they come back, they get double pay. Everyone's like thrilled yeah. that they did it. They all get land grants. Not all, by the way. Not all. Well, okay. Right. Everyone gets this stuff except for York. Yeah. Right. And then York goes back to being enslaved. I mean, he was enslaved the whole time, but he yeah. just goes back to his previous life. Lois, I'm getting to the homosexuality. I need you to calm down. Yeah. Okay? yeah. That's She's, what's next on the agenda. This next. is unacceptable promise. podcast behavior. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think he felt he was going to be freed when he got back. Yeah. And he was not. He asked Clark about it yeah. uh, after some time of like, well, where is my, where is my free? What about yeah. me? Yeah. I was, I did, I did as much work as anyone else on yeah. that trip. 
like, and I didn't get any, anything yeah. when I came back at, nor my freedom. Yeah. And, um, Clark then went to c- complain to someone else about mm-hmm. how York was being quote uppity yep. and all these things. So, mm-hmm. um, he threatened to sell him. Yeah. And he also beat him. Yeah. Uh, for bringing it up. But five years later, yeah. he did grant him his freedom. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, so that's kind of where York ended up there. Mm-hmm. After the expedition, mm-hmm. this is where I really... So when they did come back, they did have to break the news to Thomas Jefferson yeah. that there was no mm-hmm. <laughs> easy water route to yeah. the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. Um, there's no record of that first meeting that mm-hmm. Lewis had with Jefferson mm-hmm. there. But obviously, Jefferson was probably really bummed. Yeah. But they brought back tons of great information about the land and yeah. the animals and the flora and the fauna and all the stuff that was there. Mm-hmm. So it was super worth it. Yeah. As far as the money, because a lot of money was spent oh, on this yeah. expedition. This was not a cheap endeavor by any yeah. means. So yeah. Anyway, uh, you can hear, you can probably hear uh, my dog, mm-hmm. Lois, barking yeah. in the background. Yeah. Um, it's because she is dying to hear mm-hmm. about what I have lightly teased throughout mm-hmm. the episode, mm-hmm. which is about the uh, potentially uh, homosexual relationship yes. between Lewis and Clark. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, when they got back, mm-hmm. Lewis... His he was in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. He his depression actually got very serious. He he yeah. became governor of Upper Louisiana. Yeah, and this job did not really suit him very nope. well. He started taking on he debts De- mounted. His mm-hmm. life is falling apart. He courted many women, mm-hmm. but didn't marry any. Yes, um, he was drinking very heavily, doing opium. Yeah, he had Those like who- malaria at one point. So a lot's going on with Lewis. Now, mm-hmm. Clark had married mm-hmm. this woman. Judith Judy. woman is a very generous term because yeah. she was like 14 yeah. or 15 or whatever. He was like she was like 12 before he went on the expedition. Mm, yeah. So he marries when he gets back and it's kind a, of starts this life. Now. Yeah. <sighs> buckle up. Because mm-hmm. when we were watching this doc. Yeah. Very jokingly. Yeah. Trent and I were like, wow, uh-huh. Lewis kind of looks gay in his portrait. Yeah. I mean, we know people can't like look gay. Yeah, but okay? we can tell. But like we're gay and we, we can kind of tell when people are gay. Yeah. Like it's just it happens yeah. sometimes. It's not always correct, but, yeah. you know, there's something there. You can feel the queerness yeah. coming around the corner. It's fun for us to pretend it's, that people are gay. It's fun for pretending. Okay. And then sometimes they actually are gay. Right. So, yeah. We were watching this, making some jokes, making a lot of making little, a lot of little jokes. Little, um, ha 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 ha. Uh, well, that wasn't like that. It was more just like no, no, no. We salacious, were, <clears throat> fun stuff. Every time it would say like anything, even you know, be like, oh, and say, my oh, friend. Oh, oh, what kind of friend? Yeah. So we were doing that. I then so we watched this whole thing. Now mm-hmm. something to me felt mm-hmm. a little queer. Yeah. In the New sense of the word. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, I don't know what it was mm-hmm. exactly other than the fact that seeing, you know, a portrait of, and the, by the way, at this point, I, this is conjecture. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just, this is just what I felt my personal experience yeah. as a hobby historian. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like red flag, you know, red, not mm-hmm. red flags because green flags, rainbow green flags, flags. <laughs> red flags, rainbow flags, all inclusive red flags started, start going. Yeah. 
um, about this kind of co-captaincy, mm-hmm. like that relationship between the two of them just felt very intimate, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and in my mind, I was thinking, oh, this might just be very close friendship. Now, yeah. the state of things in history mm-hmm. is that there's presumed heterosexuality. Yes. So, um, historians mm-hmm. in this last century mm-hmm. looking further back mm-hmm. have defaulted towards you know explaining things through the lens of heterosexuality mm-hmm. now when you take away that lens and you look mm-hmm. at some of these things that happened between lewis and clark mm-hmm. more objectively mm-hmm. with a more like inclusive lens mm-hmm. things start to look a little gay yeah now I did some research, okay. some thorough research. Yeah. Okay. And no, I did not just type in, you know, Lewis, Lewis Clark and Clark gay. gay. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to look at what evidence there was about their relationship. Yeah. And there was this really interesting article that was published um, in the Lewis and Clark Trail Heritage Foundation by a historian. Okay. William Benjamin, I think is how you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the article is called My Friend and Companion, The Intimate Journey of Lewis and Clark. Okay. Now, this is a really great read, by the okay. way. Really well written. Uh, sources, all that stuff. All, mm-hmm. A lot of this stuff is backed up by the same information. Wow, Lois is loving this. Lois is For, loving She's it. barking, if you can hear her. It's like, yes. Yes, that's her. <laughs> that's her. <laughs> so... This is backed up by a lot of the same information that we saw in the Ken Burns documentary, but just taken out of that heterosexual lens. Yeah. Now, they had this deep bond, obviously. Mm -hmm. A couple of things that... uh, Now, I'm not going to get... it. This is such a thorough piece. I'm not going to do it justice. I'm going to put it in the show notes. It's a PDF. I'm excited to read it. I really recommend reading this. Mm -hmm. Like, really, really recommend so Lewis was a bachelor. Yeah. Now that is a big, I would say like gay history buzzword, mm-hmm. right? When a man confirmed, or even a woman, someone, a confirmed, confirmed bachelor, bachelor or someone who remained unmarried. Yes. Because marriage was a, uh, very, was a societal construct. Like it was yeah. part of being part of society. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and of course there were lots of queer people who right. did marry, but yes. this bachelordom was, mm-hmm. is kind of a calling card yeah. in some ways. So he, there's no shortage of women. He's a very eligible bachelor. Right. Like I cannot emphasize this enough. Right. He's obviously kind of a difficult person to be around in some contexts, mm-hmm. but you know, he's, he was Jefferson's personal secretary. Yeah. He's got connections to all this. So making yeah. that point, that was one of the big ones. Yeah. Or one of the biggest things that this article talks about is the fact that there are these missing journals from the beginning of the expedition right. from Lewis. Mm-hmm. Now, Lewis and Clark were both tasked with keeping extremely detailed mm-hmm. journals. And Lewis doesn't have a journal for like the first like months of the expedition. Really? Yes. Yeah. And and there's also no reference like in later journal entries about losing journals right. or um not journaling yeah. i mean like you lose all your journals mm-hmm. first entry of the new journal is you're not gonna believe this <laughs> i just lost all my journals exactly right 
<laughs> exactly. Yeah. Also, it's the beginning of the expedition. So even in, because he kind of goes in and out of these depressive mm-hmm. modes, and and that can explain some of the lapses yeah. later on in his journaling. Yeah. But at the beginning of the expedition, you know, mm. you know how it is. It's like day one, baby. I'm journaling. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it does not make sense. So you think he did right? So historians actually puzzle over this Mm -hmm. and it gets glazed over in the Ken Burns documentary because there's not really a clear cut explanation. They just blame it on depression. Depression. They just like, and he's prone to depressive mode, you know, but the whole thing is a bit unusual because of these reasons. Now, something that happens preparing to send back journals. Mm -hmm. Now, Lewis is supposed to have journals to send back to Jefferson. These are the journals Jefferson's directly asking for Lewis's journals. And now Lewis has to tell the president, I don't have any journals. So there is a letter from Lewis Mm -hmm. to Jefferson Mm -hmm. that's basically like talking around the issue. Yeah. Does not say anything about a lost journal. It just kind of talks around it. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of like, here are all the journals of Clark and people. You know, and the really weird thing about the letter Mm -hmm. is that it's written both in Lewis's hand Mm -hmm. and Clark's hand. Yeah. I know I'm sounding like a conspiracy theorist, but like there's there's these are details that shine light on a potential relationship. Yeah, it tells a story. That's all. You know, to me, it sounds like I'm just. But like Clark was helping him write this letter explaining the missing journals. Yeah. Right. Of which was never mentioned in any other journals mm. that there was never any clear explanation yeah. for what happened in these journals, if they were written, why they weren't written. Yeah. And the theory, um, and this is a theory, right? Just based mm-hmm. on this evidence is that he did keep journals mm-hmm. and they, they probably didn't detail things like sexual activity, mm-hmm. but they did probably allude to that intimate close relationship that yeah. they did have. Yeah. And it was probably a little too telling. Yeah. Uh, and I do think like that Clark, knowing that these are going back to Jefferson yeah. about the expedition, like un- unwittingly and kind of with the carelessness mm-hmm. of word that Lewis had at times mm-hmm. revealed a little too much. Yeah. And so it was best to just, and and there's probably a lot of the stuff was well documented in other journals mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they were this stuff was a part of a journey where there was a little more yeah. knowledge of the flora and yeah. fauna anyway. So now mm-hmm. yeah. let's talk about sleeping arrangements. OK. <laughs> now, if yeah. you sleep head to foot, that's not good. <laughs> I don't know that much detail. OK. But they shared quarters yeah. often. Now, that's not unusual on its Mm -hmm. own yeah but there are things written that insinuate that they were like literally sharing like a bed yeah they used to go after all the other they would sleep kind of like all together in this Mm -hmm. camp Mm -hmm. right and apparently at night there's evidence that lewis and clark would leave their quarters Mm -hmm. and go out on a like this dugout canoe Mm -hmm. out on the water pretty big canoe Mm -hmm. okay out on the water, away from it. Now, maybe they were just talking about the plans for the next day, but there's yes. evidence that they did this. And one of the biggest pieces of evidence that this is something that happened regularly mm-hmm. is not only that what they sometimes seen like going to this canoe, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but also there was like uh, this, I don't remember exactly. There was like in a 
event where they saw like a buffalo mm-hmm. and there was this crazy like there was like this crazy night right mm-hmm. and when they recounted it like in their journals mm-hmm. about this like I think it was like a buffalo sighting and this mm-hmm. buffalo coming towards the camp. Mm-hmm. One of them wrote about it being from it woke them from their tent. And mm-hmm. the other one wrote about it from it awoke. It, it startled them from the canoe, from the water or mm-hmm. whatever this boat was. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's like this discrepancy in retelling it the day after. Mm-hmm. And this was like a big, like exciting event. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. one of those things where you remember the details of yeah, like yeah. where you were when it happened. Yeah. So there's just mm-hmm. little things like this throughout. Okay. Now, when they get back, mm-hmm. okay, so throughout the expedition, there's kind of these, they, they probably had, mm-hmm. at the least, a very close friendship. At the least. Now, and there's yeah. no, they both, like, have attested that they did not have relations with any of the Native American women mm-hmm. along the trip. Mm-hmm. And if that is to believe, be believed, that means that they were celibate for two years, but mm-hmm. had a very close friendship with each other mm-hmm. and shared quarters mm-hmm. and went to a little canoe in the night <laughs> and were uh, hiding journals from yeah. the beginning of the expedition. <laughs> That's a classic, classic homosexual behavior. Yes. <laughs> hiding a little canoe and also keeping journals away from Thomas Jefferson. Yes. Now, when they came back, now this is where things get like, Really sad, actually. You know, Lewis is having this terrible time. Yeah. They actually set up, uh, all live together, mm-hmm. Lewis, Clark, and Clark's wife. Yeah. At the beginning. Yeah. Um, this is not a good arrangement. It doesn't work out. Yeah. And uh, the wife, mm. who I think is pregnant at the time, yeah. is like, he's got to go. He's got to go. He's got to go. Now, we don't know why yeah. he has to go, yeah. whatever, but I think an element of it possibly could have been kind of Lewis's infatuation with Clark yeah. and maybe this kind of yeah. very close friendship yeah. that was going on. And yeah. unfortunately, Lewis goes into a pretty, pretty serious, pretty deep depression. Depression. Apparently Clark for the rest of his life would cry every time he talked about Lewis. I mean, he he's he, he I think he was yeah. just more of a reserved like by the book yeah. kind of guy. He named his son after him. Yeah, and I think uh, there's just stuff like that where it's yeah. like maybe the affection was completely yeah. reciprocal but Clark was like, "Hey dude, we got to live in the real world." Yeah. Like, Who knows? you know, and we're not on the expedition anymore. Well, and yeah. also, I mean, so so Lewis greatly disappoints Jefferson yeah. by not ever producing this, you know, he was supposed to take all these journals and compile them into something for Jefferson. Now, listen, I think what Jeff, I don't think anyone could have satisfied Jefferson in this. True. But Lewis didn't even write anything. Yeah. He ends up um, traveling back to to Washington. Madison is president. To see Madison. Madison's president at this point. uh, To kind of clear up his name. Mm -hmm. And on the way... uh, before he even really leaves, he attempts suicide yeah. and people restrain him. Yeah. And then later, uh, he shoots himself twice. Yeah. Uh, and some historians try to say maybe it wasn't suicide, but anyone who knew him, Jefferson, Clark, all said he yeah. it was suicide. Shot himself yeah. in the head and mm-hmm. also in the breast mm-hmm. and uh, led to death. Yeah. Very sad. Yeah. And he was kind of having this delusion and telling them like Clark, the because he kind of ended up at this this Mm -hmm. house right with Mm -hmm. this family, this woman or these cabins, Mm -hmm. and was telling them like Clark 
is coming. Clark's going to come. He kept mm-hmm. talking about Clark coming. Yeah. There's also a theory that is mentioned in this um, article that I mentioned yeah. about the fact that he, at the end of his life, was not only dealing with this depression, but mm-hmm. on top of that, a uh, syphilis, like yes. the, syphilis, yeah, the syphilis. psychosis that comes with yeah. that. He he dealt very seriously with mental illness. Yeah, it it took his life. Yes. Incredibly sad end. Yes. And Clark was devastated yes. by this. And like I said, he, anytime, according mm-hmm. to his family, anytime he was mentioned, anytime he spoke mm-hmm. of him, he would weep. Yeah. And um, so, so this bond, like we think of Lewis and Clark is like almost like a joke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it's like such a, like a history thing, a flashcard, mm-hmm. a thing we learn, mm-hmm. we use it to talk about, you know, like referring to exploration as mm-hmm. just kind of this part of the lexicon. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And and so much so that when we I can barely even after watching four hours of it and and reading all these things like mm-hmm. separating Lewis from Clark mm-hmm. in my mind it's like Lewis and Clark together yeah. like and and I think that that is I think there is more to that mm-hmm. than just us learning those names together yeah I think it is truly yeah. there there is something intimate whether it was yeah. sexual or not yeah. there was a true intimate bond between these two men and mm-hmm. and like this expedition was really one of a kind. There was never yeah. anything else like it. After this point, things really went bad after yeah. with the native yeah. peoples and mm-hmm. the expansion westward. Mm-hmm. This was that last final, mm-hmm. like peaceful, mm-hmm. <laughs> mostly peaceful, like moment. Yeah. They were at the helm of that. And it was, it was unique the way that mm-hmm. this expedition was handled. So I was really surprised by what I learned yeah. with this because yeah. Yeah. Here's what I'll say. I mean, uh, we obviously can never know the nature of their relationship. Yeah. Uh, but it's very clear to me that uh, Lewis had a desire for a relationship that he was never ever that he was never able to find. Yeah. Perhaps the closest he could get was this intimacy with Clark. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that like for myself being queer and and how that comes about. That there'd be these times there'd be someone I liked and I thought yeah. maybe they liked me back. And yeah. the excitement of like, oh, we're gonna go on this trip together. Yeah, and we're gonna yeah. have I'm gonna have this time alone with them yes. and I can like work my magic and find out. And that being, you know, that he lost those journals of those first days, that makes me think, well, what did he write down? Yeah. This hopefulness I, about his yes. relationship Just with Clark. Having yeah. a cr- big old crush. Just oh, kidding. I do wanna say yeah. now. Sakagawea had another child. Okay. Uh, a girl. Yeah. And then she passed away okay. not much long, not long after. Yeah. Clark took on both these kids. Like Clark had these oh kids. Oh my goodness. He adopted both of these children. He did that offer. Like he offered to yeah, take, yeah. I read that part, but I didn't realize that he went and No, took, let me make sure. That's amazing. Yeah. He, wow. Yeah. We went upstream. We went downstream. We went downstream. We went through the Rockies. Oh, boy. Over the plains. And around the bend. Yes. Yes. To meet each other again. Meet each other again. Oh. Mm. Well, uh, Lois Well, needs our attention now. <laughs> uh, on behalf of Lois, this is Trent Thompson. And this is Marissa Macy. And this has been... Pardon me? A, a presidential, presidential history, history podcast. podcast.